Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Today I promise you we're going to talk about the weather. You know that's actually in an REM song. Should we talk about the weather? Should we talk about the government? Yeah. Such a classic song from their 1988 Green album. Okay? This is of course before they took the world by storm. Without of Time, which came out 29 years ago with Losing My Religion. We're going to talk about that, but mainly we're going to talk about the allegory of should we talk about the weather? Because right now I'm in California, Northern California, and the weather, it's just smoke and ash. Stay tuned, Dr. Zeus Podcast. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. Should we talk about the weather? Should we talk about the government? Well, we already talked about the government in the previous show, and here we are. We're talking about the weather. I'm in Northern California. Parts of California are on fire. It's been reported that the first one, because there's several, was because of a gender reveal party how fucking stupid do you have to be you obviously missed your mark not only your brain stem but your mark nobody gives a shit if you're having a girl or a boy all that matters is that you know you're uh, you shouldn't even bring someone else into this world if that if, if you're gonna burn shit down just to prove, you know, oh, you know, I spermed and jizz and now it's a girl or a boy. Who fucking cares? My God. But you know what? We're going to bring it back down a notch. I quoted REM. Okay. Should we talk about the, you know, should we talk about the weather? Should we talk about the government? You know, um, R.E.M. such a good band. Always wears their heart on their sleeves. They do dive into politics. You know, they're from Athens, Georgia. Also home of the B-52s. There's something in the water in Athens, Georgia. I've always wanted to visit. It is truly a girl from Ipanema. Goes to Greenland. Losing my religion time. In fact, there are members of the B-52s that were on R.E.M.'s 1991 Grammy Award winning. I know I'm a nerd. Out of Time album with the song Losing My Religion. Um, You know, a moment in rock and roll. You know, R.E.M. were a college. That's college alternative band. And... um, you know, really brought alternative music to the forefront. And you had bands like Nirvana and the Pixies and, you know, and then the Seattle scene just erupted, you know. In fact, R.E.M. relocated to Seattle in the 90s, you know, because of what a music scene that was becoming. But, you know, Seattle had always become a music scene. You think of the people that came out of there, you know, Quincy Jones, Jimi Hendrix, and Nancy Wilson of Heart, Soundgarden. I mean, it is synonymous with music, okay? So here we are. The weather 
I mean, I, I would probably go outside in a little bit. I know I shouldn't. But, you know, I have to stay moving. I have to stay active. And um, a lot's going on in the world. Um, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to my uh, uh, cousins who are um, in mourning right now. I'm here for you. You know, it's a t- it's tough. It's tough. And then I also want to give a shout out to Diana Rigg. I loved Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries. I truly did. Um, I never got a chance to watch Game of Thrones. I saw like pieces of it. It's not my thing. But Diana Rigg, you know, she would always do the intro to the Mysteries on PBS. You know, she was very posh, you know. Good evening. Welcome to Mystery. I'm Diana Rigg. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. But I loved her as Mrs. Bradley because she was just so kind of, you know, she was there. She was present. And it, and it was funny. It was, it was not an Agatha Christie mystery series. It, this, this was a different. I think this woman said things that Agatha Christie didn't want to say or did, but decided to just go to murder on the Orient Express instead. In fact, strangely enough. I think she was in one of Agatha Christie's novel. Well, the Evil Under the Sun. Uh, Diana Rigg was in that with Maggie Smith and Peter Ustinov and James Mason, to name a few. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a moment of epic proportions. But here at the Doctor Zeus podcast, like I always said, we'll we'll do a fun show. We did the po- political show. And now we're doing a fun show, okay? And I can't stress that enough in these crazy times. If you've seen my social media, I have sunflowers galore because it's like, what else am I going to take a picture of? The sky? No, because the sky is really dirty right now. It's sad. Um, Like I said, you know, first of all, you got to blame the gender reveal guy. That motherfucker needs to go to jail. What a piece of shit you are. And I'm not making fun of him. It's just like, what a dummy. That's the sperm that won, people. I mean, there's another sperm that won that we're all kind of scratching our heads over. But I did that in the other show. I don't want to repeat myself. Okay. And um, yeah. You know, here, here's my thing with all of this. If you've got music and if you got movies and if you got books and if you've got an imagination, make it happen. Don't Mariah Carey make it happen because we know what happened right there. Tommy Matola. Um, but make it happen. I know a lot of filmmakers. I know a lot of poets. I know a lot of musicians. Create. Create. Your voice will truly be heard in this internet age i mean everyone is distance learning you know it it is essential entertainment is essential now as for what was on the e-network with that family i wouldn't call that entertainment that's just one big ad after another they're basically shoving shit down your throat look at us we have money and you don't it's as simple as that if you can't see that then I can't help you. You know, I know people people want money. People people want to be taken care of. But you know what? I like to work for it. So when I buy something, I know, okay, that's my money. I earned it. The E-Network didn't give it to me, okay? 
And I thought I think a lot of you have it the wrong way. You know, you want Gucci this and seriously. I mean, if anything, the only name brand you should really care about is Apple because we're all using the devices. But you want to take it a step further. You really need to chill out. Okay. And especially if it's beyond your means. You know, and yeah, we've all we've all done that. You know, you go beyond your means. You pay for lunch for everyone. Oh, the credit cards declined. That happened to me once. And then it's like, okay, you got to pay that credit card off. You got to pay it off immediately. So, yeah, we're talking about the weather. We're talking about music. We're talking about imagination. Okay. And um, it's it's fun, you know. You can do different things. You can create different things. But at the same time, you see, my thing is, if I can make people laugh, and if I can make people forget their troubles, it's great. You know, um, the, these are truly crazy times. These are not your dynasty, Falcon Crest, Dallas kind of times okay that was the 80s the 90s was all about knots landing and Meredith place 90210 for me just jumped the shark too many times you know at least with Meredith place it was consistent there was a lot of sex going on and heather locklear was always in in on it you know i mean she was always I, i'm trying to think i think she slept with all of them you know here's the thing most of my teenage contemporaries, and we were teenagers in the 90s, would watch 902 and oh. But I knew I was above the pack and really diving into adult waters when I was watching Marrow's Place. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. You know, one of my favorites on there, because he was always getting into trouble, was uh, what, what was his name? Thomas Calabro, who played Michael Mancini, he was always fucking shit up, but he was he was with a lot of those chicks, you know? And he got down. He got down, and I thought, hey. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, you of course have the one guy who ended up on Desperate Housewives. You know who else was on Marrow's Place that went to Desperate Housewives? Marsha fucking Cross. Remember that shit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... You know, I guess there was something in the water with Marrow's place. You know, it, it, it is a, it's Thursday. It's a good time to throw back. It's a good time to reminisce. Okay. The weather is, I don't, I don't even know what the weather is now. As I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn, you know, uh, pop song 89. That was the song where REM said, should we talk about the weather? Should we talk about, you know, hello, I saw you, I knew you. I, I, I'm not going to sing it because I don't want to get in trouble by R.E.M. I love them. I, their last album, I don't know if I listened to it. I can't really remember. 2011 was a kind of fuzzy year for me. The beginning of it, the latter part. Oh, okay, I get it now. You know. So, what else can I tell you? Create. A lot of people say they want to do a podcast. I urge some of you to do it. If you've got something to talk about, whether it's fitness, whether it's wellness, you know, humor. I mean, come on, you know, come on, just do it. Just do it now. 
or as Arnold said in Predator, do it! Do it now! Get to the chopper! Or in, in his case, if I was there, get to the showers now! And the Edward Norton's there to meet everybody. Yeah, come on. I know. If, if you know me, you know, and that's wrong, you know, but, um, yeah, Edward Norton in American History X, what else can I say? It made Fight Club look like an after-school special, all right? It's, it's as simple as that. I know, it's funny, you know. Um, even Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, what is he doing? What is this little actor doing? He is pumped up. He's drinking meat milkshakes. He's getting buff. You see what he did in that movie with Edward Furlong? I was in Dominator 2 with Eddie Furlong. And now look at him. Yeah, yeah. Strauss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny because Arnold used to be the governor of California. At first I was like, what the fuck? But then after a while I was like, oh, okay. That kind of makes sense. They've had a movie star governor before, you know, um, get, uh, with with businessmen from other countries. You know, I think they kind of like to do that. Oh, I get the autograph. OK, well, yeah, you do. You know, some popcorn <laughs> because they think that, you know, California is the capital of film. It used to be now, you know, you can go to other parts of the world and shoot for a lot cheaper. In the early days of filmmaking, they used to do a lot of it out here in the Central Valley. A lot of Charlie Chaplin's films, a lot of Buster Keaton, even Cool Hand Luke was filmed out in the Central Valley and the islands. Okay, um, yeah, it's it's truly it's a phenomenal thing that you can create in your own backyard. All right. So that's what I urge all of you to do on the Dr. Zeus podcast is to go out and create in your own backyard. All right. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>